Okay. All right. What do you want to do first? Um, I guess don't look up because I didn't. I don't favor that one. I favor that one less. You know. Interesting. Okay. Let's do yeah. that first. That's that's good. Uh, I want. I also want to do that one first because I favor that one more. Okay. Well, well, okay. Um, Based on the truly possible. Look at the photo because I have IMDb open on the side, and it's like based on true. The poster for it says based on truly possible events. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's so funny. I actually um, briefly like dated a girl who is like super environmentalist. Like that's like her big thing is she cares about the environment. Uh, and I mean, I guess. <laughs> It's it's you know it is a nice thing to care about and it I is. consider it's myself. Best I recycle. I recycle, but she's she was literally she was in that camp of like she was in that camp of like uh, like I don't ever want to have kids because I think the world's going to be like ending in twenty years and I was like Same. okay that's that's ridiculous. You don't think it's going to happen, man? I think that I, I think this movie is something that's pretty like accurate to that. I'm like just going to get fucked pretty quickly. Like we're already, we're running out of water, man. You, yeah, in California. No, everywhere. The world look, is. Look, look, okay, Texas, dude. Everyone, a whole bunch of people just moved there. So the water, the I think the aquifer is lowering at like the fastest rate it's ever been. So it's just shit like that where it's just gonna start adding up. You know? So just more. You mean just more and more California poor water management. More Californians are coming here, and you're taking your bad water skills. You're bringing your bad water skills with you. They're not. They're not sending their best. They're sending their. They're sending the ones that don't understand water. Now we don't have water because of, <laughs> because of all you Californians coming back to Texas. <laughs> oh, yeah, first of all, you know where I'm from. Let's, let's be real here. I'm from South Texas, so. <laughs> South Texas, about, yeah, where we know. where we respect water. All right, <laughs> Laguna Vista <laughs> represent. <laughs> oh shit, dude! This was I. I, I don't think I. Like, I it was. It was a fun movie to watch, but it was a lot of movie. Like, you know, there's a lot of shit going on. Like, every fucking... There's not, like, a slow beat in this shit. It's just like, hey, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna fucking... It's it's like a snowball, for sure. It was just like, hey, let's get this going. And it's just got bigger and fucking... It's a lot. Yes. So, for those of you watching or listening, uh, we're talking about Don't Look Up. This is the Let's Get Trashed pod. I'm Nick Tazo. This is your co-host Steven. Are you doing Steven Longoria's? Are we just gonna call you Steve? What are we doing? Steven's fine, man. All right. This is Steve. This is Steve. I'm Nick. Uh, and this is technically the first one we're recording. Might not be the first one we put out, but we don't know. Uh, and neither do you, because we'll never tell you. Um, well, I think we're gonna. Sh- this is gonna. This is the statement you just said. It's gonna tell people which is the first one. Oh, never mind. If our our, our listeners aren't smart enough to figure this out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh episode one don't look up um yeah there is a lot going on it is like super quick paced especially especially when they have uh they have all those like transitions and they keep doing like those half second yeah. cuts of like to animals and stuff like that coming back and yeah. forth whether you like it or not i saw you know I think that was like a criticism from a lot of people that they don't that they didn't like that part of the movie, yeah. um, and that it felt too it was too like social media e and stuff like that. But I, yeah, yeah. I imagine that was the point. <laughs> like yeah, that was all so. intentional, hundred yeah. percent. You know, um, 
so they uh, it kind of everything was moving that way the only thing that spoilers by the way for anybody that or, seen a netflix film <laughs> yeah have seen a netflix film that came out on christmas day uh um, oh shit it did wow fuck. yeah it came out christmas day watch it with my yeah. family uh like the day after a couple days you watch after it with, with my mom dad and brother did they enjoy it we all enjoyed it yeah cool. yeah it was we i mean again we liked it i liked it i thought it was really funny um and we'll address some of like the criticisms where i've heard of it stuff like that which again you know I'm not saying they're not valid. I just didn't care. <laughs> it, it didn't bother me, which is all you can. You know. It didn't affect my life, so I don't yeah. think it affect anyone else's. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think a lot of people might not see it because they would hear these like, you know, no, the big criticism. Oh, go for it. What was the big criticism? The big criticism is that it's like you know, uh, it's too blunt and it's too like it. It's too on the nose. You know, like liberal echo echo chamber where it's like preaching to the choir you know I mean, kind of thing yeah. and, it, and it was like the adam mckay made this thing with like no nuance that's just hitting you on the head or whatever that's what i've yeah. heard even yeah. like even my you know i've got friends you know uh and i live in austin even friends of mine that i would think would love just a two-hour you know lib, lib propaganda film <laughs> even they were like even they were like, it was, just, it was still too much. That's what, you know, that's what they said. I was surprised to hear that because I thought it was not like, I don't know. I, don't know, I just thought it was funny and balanced. And I guess I, I think I got it. Um, the main- that's fair. That's fair. I, I, I understand how you can see that. Uh, for me, it was just like, it's a lot. Like there was so much compact in that film. Also, the way it was shot, it was, it reminded me of like a cheesy, like it was, almost like there was too much cheese in it like it was just like it felt like a it was obviously meant to feel that way but else it just felt too cheap like does that make sense like the way it looked yeah the visuals everything like there was oversaturated in some areas where i was just like wow this is like a lot of face you know yeah and also like just the dialect the fucking conversations that were being had like they were they were funny but it was also like again i think it was just too quick i was just like god damn like this is more, like Meryl Streep was hilarious. I really enjoyed her. She's great. Like I've I've, I've seen a couple of um, what is it? I guess the the extent the cuts like the shit that they didn't make the film. Um, uh-huh. And there were some funny moments where she was just talking, like she was making up half the shit she was saying, and it just was that was hilarious. Like if I could have watched that for an hour, that would have been fucking perfect. But it was just yeah. a mix of everything that I was just like, this is a lot of shit going on. And yeah, I don't know, like the characters. I never fall in love with any of them. I was just like, these people were just all shit. I started to realize that everyone's just shitty and like that's just life. It seems yeah. like and it's kind of sucks. Because I'm like, God damn, like I was expecting like even the, like fucking Leo's character, he was supposed to be like the one that was and he cheats on his wife, and then he fucking like, you know, like it's just yeah. yeah. But that's so that's Leo's character, of course, he's awesome. Contender for like an all time he contender for like a desert island you get you get one actor's catalog to take on a desert island right. it might be leo right. but well, uh, just because not even that he's so great but he only makes he's only in good movies right. he's he's not doing like everything yeah he's not doing marvel shit he's only doing well, like it might be. we don't know yet <laughs> we don't know can't, yet can't, can't judge that yet yeah. um, happens but uh yeah, so a couple before we get to that, a couple like when you talk about the saturation and just kind of the way it looked, and it did look yeah. very. I feel like every Netflix movie looks like that. 
Yeah, dude, it feels I think cheap. that's, I think that's, yeah, I think it's a Netflix studio thing because they're TV shows for the most part, except for Ozark, which has that like green filter on it. Like Ozark it's like a like, green blue filter. That's a beautiful yeah. filter. I love that shit. It looks so good, but it looks yeah. like they're in the, are they, are they in the Ozarks or they're in the blue matrix? Like what? Is there, you know, is there Matrix Blue? I mean, I mean it still it fits the feel of that show so I'm, well, though. I know, but everything it, else, I I understand that, but it's 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 very obvious that it's like there's a thing on it. Oh um, yeah, for sure, a hint, a hint. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's super tinted. This is obviously, like you said, uh, again, Netflix stuff. It doesn't feel like studio stuff. It doesn't feel polished. Yeah, right. I, that's, you that's, know. that's a little annoying. It, it's almost like watching Shark Boy and Lava Girl. You're like, oh, fuck. Like, you know, it has, it has to, like, you're like, oh, this could be better, but like, yeah. it's not. And it, 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 I feel like that lowers the grade of the movie for me, too. Like, I'm like, right. could not be as, it's not as good. Like, if it was so shot, like, honestly, it felt like a little bit Michael Bay with like the cuts and shit. Like, yes. And I wasn't digging that. I'm, I've seen a lot of Michael Bay, you know, like, I've lived Transformers, you know, so like, I don't need Transformers. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember hanging out and you had yeah. your car your car turned into a a, a robot or something. I was with Shia LaBeouf, you know, it was the yeah. whole thing. It was yeah, crazy. I remember you you lived it. Oh, you watched Transformers? I lived it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's different. Um, you wouldn't understand unless you lived it like I had. Um, but yeah. <laughs> well, except so these quick cuts I think were the again, I, I actually really liked all the super quick cutting and stuff in um Don't Look Up, which by the way. Uh, I realized a, a acquaintance of mine uh, actually was like one of the editors for the movie. Oh like, shit! Yeah, she she got her film degree at UT. Uh, nice. She was friends with a good friend of mine um, from high school, and then I actually like helped them on their like senior uh, senior project. film project. Yeah, nice. when I was or the you know their whatever graduate film project when I was in college. Uh, and so that's how I met her, and, and we are not close, but we were acquaintances. And, and she posted before the movie came out. She posted on Facebook, like, "Yeah, I was one of the she's part of the editing team. I, I don't think she's like the head editor, but she's on that team. She's part of it, yeah." Um, but I really liked all that stuff. Again, I like quick cuts. I, I like that kind of stuff that's like tends to try to like ramp up uh, kind of intensity, but in a you know, in like a way. Like for example, Uncut Gems was like super quick you know yeah in middle is, a lot of shit in a film for yeah film. like that, there was that I movie that. moves so fucking fast now again yeah i don't mind it i'm just not used to it. like that's i don't i've like i haven't seen many films that are that quick you know like that are like we're moving we're yeah. moving fast and we're trying to tell the story as fast as we can and it's like oh fuck i gotta yeah. think you know or like give me a you're fucking not you, breath, you know. Like, let me let me relax for a bit. But like, Uncut Jebs is like, oh shit, we're on yeah. fucking drugs the whole. You know, like, that's why. That's what I loved about it because I. That's the thing is honestly the, in an inadvertently this the reason we, the reason this podcast exists is because of Uncut Gems. Like that's I was done with watching movies. I was like, man, movies no, all suck. Weren't. Yes, no, I was. I was anti movie. No way. You were... I was done. I was when like, did the fucking Uncut Gems come out? Did it even come, it came out during it, the pandemic, didn't it? No, it was like 2019. Oh, really? Okay. I think I so. Remember. I think I maybe maybe 20, maybe 2020. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. But it was just like, at the time, I don't know. I was just like, I felt like there's nothing good in theaters. There's nothing good coming out. Everything kind of stinks. You and then Avengers I, Yeah, that's what stinks. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. That oh, was, I'm sorry. That's, that was that's, the... That's, that, that's my cup of tea. That was what caused... I know it is. That's what caused... <laughs> 
My malaise. <laughs> I'm going to have to look the, that word up because I don't know what that means. <laughs> this, like, I don't know. It, it, again, I understand people like those. I've certainly watched, I watched the first, I gave Marvel 10 years. All right. I feel like I've, A, given them enough. I'm done now. But I saw the first mm-hmm. Iron Man and then I saw the one where he dies. And I think that's enough of Marvel. I think I've, you know, I put in my, you know, I put in my two tours in Vietnam, right? It's not my fault. Some of <laughs> you're, you're a yeah. wounded veteran walking with a peg leg now. You're just yeah, like, you I guess. Everybody else, everybody else is like still in it. That's like, I, if, if, you're, if you're still watching Marvel, if you've been there from the beginning, if you're still watching that shit, that's Christopher Walken a Deer Hunter. Like you just, I'm moving back to Vietnam and I'm just going to live with the gun in my head. Like that's, if you want to, if you want to never leave, if you want to never leave Vietnam and just watch Marvel movies for the rest of your life, fine. But I, I did my, I did my ten years, or eleven years. However, and I'm done. I'm out. Um, or there's a draft, man. A draft, yeah. <laughs> the corporate, yeah. Disney, the the United States the draft. Like we need you. <laughs> the U.S. draft sponsored by Disney. The U.S. Disney draft. So everybody has to go to everybody has to go to re-education camps and yeah, watch. Man watch not Boba Fett but the other guy who's exactly like Boba Fett but it's different for some reason you know yeah I'm sure he is yeah (laughs) of course he is I saw I saw a funny tweet about Mandalorian and Boba Fett being like they made those two shows that'd be like making a tv show called Stormtrooper and a second tv show called Other Stormtrooper (laughs) (laughs) I'm watching Other Stormtrooper every week it's just two two of the same guy Uh, you're not wrong but also like one's way better the funny part is that, of course, he had like 400,000 angry comments getting mad at him for saying that. But it makes sense to me because I was like, I don't really know that. I, you know, whatever. I don't want to. Well, there's going to be plenty of opportunity on this podcast to listen to me trash Marvel shit. Yeah, yeah. We'll um, start off with that. Let's yeah. Keep that fan base going until we have to drag no, it well, that No, journey. it's good. We do, need a, we do need to drum up some like controversy to get some fans. So, I was, let's start off with some uh, let's get trashed official positions all right we're anti-k-pop and we're anti-taylor swift and uh, who else T- T- who, is my favorite who <laughs> else who else has a who else has a vocal fan base we can rile up bts uh, oh bts is okay. they're k-pop right uh, yeah we're, I, i'm kidding i'm just saying we're i'm oh, trying to get those are the generalize everything you know try keeping it <laughs> those are the most try keeping it separate those are the most getting mad at you fan bases for saying you don't like them Ariana Grande. Uh, wrestling. Wrestling is, is a bet we can be said. Uh, yeah, WWE? Raw? I, you know? I don't, but they don't have it. No, that's not like an online. Yeah. That's not like a backlash. If you say uh, you don't like wrestling, uh, nobody's like. You. you say it's fake. You got some, you got some issues going on. No, people, you don't. People think it's real, bro. <laughs> not anymore. This is, dude, look it up. That was the 2000s people like <laughs> would talk like that. When the, literally that video it's still real to me that guy that viral video that was we were in high school when that came out that was 2004 yeah. oh. i don't know I just, well either way that's a fan base you can't fuck with lord of the rings same thing can't just carry the ring or fly the bird with the ring because that's an issue you got to walk it up this fucking you could have lava pit. It. well yeah, exactly I imagine, my point. imagine i'd love to talk about lord of the rings at some point because those movies are good and they don't look cheap at all they don't they don't those those I movies mean, they still have carried great. really well they, it's they fu- still hold it up. is it is funny to be like i don't know 
that ring is not that big of a deal. <laughs> Dude, for real. It's like no one gave a shit about that ring or could find it for well, a while. The whole and point, then all yeah. of a sudden. The thing is, like, I've got the most powerful ring in the world. Like, what does it do? It makes you addicted and invisible. And it's like, neither of those are that great. If you're you homeless, know? that's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> dude, if you think about it, that's pretty much. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. Invisible man. Up. Society doesn't see you and you're addicted to something. Yeah. You're, yeah. Every homeless person has the one ring. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, uh, dude, I didn't know that fucking what's his name directed a whole bunch of other shit, obviously. But the other guy, Adam, is, yeah, Adam McKay. Adam McKay, yeah. So back to Don't Look Up. Uh, yeah, Adam McKay. I mean, famously of Step Brothers, both Anchorman's, Talladega Nights. Both Anchorman's. I didn't know that shit. Yeah, yeah. And Anchorman was early in his career. He wrote, he wrote and directed both Anchorman's. Was the second one? I don't even remember at all. I think I saw it once. Yeah, I don't remember that one either. Um, I don't think I watched it. Talladega Nights. Uh, it wasn't until, and Step Brothers, obviously, he was making like hilarious, just silly, dumb Will Ferrell comedies in the 2000s. He did the big short too. Yeah. Well, Which, so that's, a, that's oh, what we're, well, that's coming after. Writer. So he wrote it. That's okay. him. Yeah. He, he wrote it. Did he direct it too? Uh, I don't think he did. Let me check that. Uh, yeah, director, director. Okay, so, but that, so that's the, I think that's the kind of start of his change because he was, I think he's done with yeah. s- slapstick, silly, funny, silly, funny, like Will Ferrell shit, Sasha Baron Cohen, you know, Tally yeah, United shit. Yeah, yeah. He does, he goes to the big short. And he does like this satirical kind of take on like the financial crisis and all this kind of yeah. stuff. And then the last movie he did before Don't Look Up is Vice, which is uh, the, Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney being the president, yeah, being the actual president, the secret <laughs> president. Uh, which I haven't seen that, so but, I haven't seen it either. I want to. Uh, again, it's 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 a change in style for Adam McKay as far as like. I don't know. Maybe I don't know what he. I don't know what's going on in his head that he doesn't want to do actual funny comedy anymore, and he just wants to do like comedy with a thing with with a some sort of like message or some sort of like politics behind it. Yeah. Um, it's you know again, it's fine. I like Don't Look Up. Uh, I like the kind of atmosphere it was. It did look again. It looks like a Netflix thing. It doesn't look like a real movie, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, if it's where the, it's supposed to be, and the cast—that's crazy. The cast is insane, and I mean, legitimately, Meryl Streep, one of the best <laughs> actresses, the best actor actresses of all time. Leo, up there. I mean, Leo's a great actor, yeah. and then yeah. also, more importantly, only does good movies. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's fair now. Yeah, you know, he only if, does new movies. Yeah, he, he's he's only doing he's not doing anything that's like a, a property or like a, a you know a, a series or anything. He's doing yeah. individual things that are written by a director. He's partnering with somebody to bring something. Uh, yeah. The movie where he fights a bear, uh, the Departed. Uh, Departed yeah, 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 Depart. You know, uh, that's all like later stuff. Obviously, Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah, you know, masterpiece. Uh, even the older stuff again even early on in his career he could have he could have been 
fucking whatever. He could have been some Bonkers. kind of. He could have been a rom com guy. Yeah. He could have like, been Matthew McConaughey's role. He could have been. Yeah. He could have been, yeah, been right when Matthew McConaughey like Matthew McConaughey was '90s rom coms, early 2000s. Yeah. Leo could have taken that torch in 2003 and just been that dude and made sick yeah. money and hooked up with Jessica Biel or whatever, uh, whoever was popular like in the mid 2000s. But he only stayed doing stuff that's like, <clears throat> again, artistic. Even, even Titanic, which is like a kind of a sappy romance. It's a James Cameron movie. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful film. It was the top grossing movie f- of all time forever. You know, it was like, uh, you know, it was like the biggest movie ever. It was, you know. It's um, Avatar. Yeah. yeah, until Avatar and then, you know, Spider-Man 12, fucking yeah. whatever. Well, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3, let's get it right. It's just, okay. Uh, let's oh, get these right. Sorry, three of which Spider-Man. So it's part uh, three. Tom Holland, Tom Holland. Let's yeah, so exactly. So Spider-Man 3 or rather Spider-Man 8, like... <laughs> you know um I got you. but that's the you know either so even his big blockbusters are like artistic nobody thinks like oh titanic was a cash grab you oh, know? i thought it was for sure that one felt real cash grabby no you didn't first of all you 100%. were nine when it came out so you exactly didn't yeah, even occur to you this that, guy's that for sure just trying to get some money um no i don't know oh but like, I, I think all the movies he's in, i fucking love you i don't have an yeah. issue with him dude uh, jonah hill's fun jonah hill's jonah hill. He's so funny in this movie. He's, he's, he's the funny. So he's, yeah. So good. When he's like opening the door, he's like, oh, do you want to come? And he just like closes the door on her. I'm like, that was perfect. Like, I love it. It's fucking amazing. I think I howled laughing at the, uh, the they put the bag over your head. Yeah, that's, that's, oh, that's, yeah. that's the FBI. Do that. FBI doesn't do that. That's the CIA. <laughs> I asked him to do that. <laughs> or or so even, even funnier, he's like, he's like you know they run the they run the telescope at michigan state he's like oh michigan state like oh, okay i'm sorry we're gonna get some other scientists yeah we're gonna get some other scientists on that our scientists go to harvard and princeton you might have heard of them um again he's yeah he's great he's so funny and like uh sarcastic he's you know as far as like just he's the funniest part of the movie to me um although i, I didn't write it down but i like I can't remember. It's either it's it, it's 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 Patel. It's either Hemesh or Neem. Oh no, it's it's Hemesh. Hemesh with an H. Okay. There's a comedian. There's a very funny uh, comedian. I think he writes for Saturday Night Live called Nimesh Patel. Huh. But mm-hmm. but Hemesh Patel is an actor who, who's who's in this movie. He was her boyfriend. Boyfriend, yeah. I like him in everything. Everything I've seen him in so far. Oh, he's I've, great. I just watched the Beatles one with him in it. That was good. I like that a lot. It's a good movie. I like that. I like that movie a lot. And I like also, how it ends with no one knowing the Beatles existed, just like five people. And they're like, yeah. oh, thank God, man. Thanks for making the music. Because like none of them are able yeah. to. No, I <laughs> yes, talking about yesterday's I or yesterday, whatever it was called. I love that movie. I hope they I, it's better than any like Beatles biopic that they would ever do. Please don't ever, please don't ever do a Beatles <laughs> biopic. If anybody in Hollywood is watching. Just please don't do it. Or I don't think they I don't think they're gonna listen to us. <laughs> I don't want to see I don't want to see the Harry Potter boy and uh and Frodo. I don't want to see them like with bowl cuts like talking British to each other like that song's never gonna make it. Like I just don't wanna I don't want a British biopic. This was better and interesting and I love that they don't explain what happened. They just 
it. It doesn't fix it. It doesn't go back to normal. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. just what it is. Um, so that guy's great. He's also, this is a digression, but he's also has a very small part as the, the cruise ship comedian on that HBO series, Avenue five. Oh shit. I really like that series. Yeah. I it's enjoyed the it's, show it's a it. funny, it's a funny series. I hope it comes back for it. it I don't think right it is. Before the pandemic. Yeah, um, I don't think it is. I don't think it made the cut. Yeah, but fucking yeah, that, that show was really but fucking good. It was really funny, and he was the so he was the stand-up comedian on that on that show. I forgot about that. He missed in a while. He missed Patel, so he's he's very funny. I like him and everything. Um, Ariana was great. Yeah. I thought she was very funny, especially at the beginning. That that first interaction when Leo's just trying to be nice to her. And Ariana's like, "Once you mind your own business, you old fuck." After being like, <laughs> after being like, "Oh, I have a tattoo of a of a star on my fucking shoulder or whatever," and he just says something so polite and normal to her, and she freaks out. Loved it. Loved when <laughs> loved when that happened. Um, although she was also she was the worst part of the movie, which talking about pacing, talking about pacing issues this film has. The fucking five minute song at the end that they that they let play the entire thing it's despicable it's <laughs> it's we got it i thought it was funny at first it's like that's exactly the kind of sappy like you know bullshitty like hollywood you know ap- appeal to whatever nonsense song that like they attach to politicians okay. um yeah. but the fact that it kept going i'm, I'm i wrote it down in my notes from 141.46, an hour 41 minutes, to hour 45 minutes. So it's literally a three and a half minute. Nice. Well, they the whole song in there. Full song. Yeah. yeah. Well, they fit it in, you know. They, got, they had to pay for some songs, you know, and that was the one they got. It's just, <clears throat> that's. No that, use at all. That part is tedious. Yeah, I it's agree. That, tedious that's, to sit yeah. through. Bullshit. <laughs> so, wait, so yeah, that's, there's some moments in this movie where I'm just like, it, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I also didn't like the, I guess the extended ending or the double ending. Oh, nice couple, I like that. Um, but like that shit, like for this movie, I was like, this is, we don't need this, like, at all. Like, I don't care. Like I was like, I, I, it was just extended too long. I was just like, at this point, just cut it off, end it. I'll be, I'd be, I think everyone else would be happier. No one needs to see Jonah Hill just saying this sucks. You know, like I could, I could have oh, the- like, yeah. So we're, talk, we're talking. So there's a mid-credit scene. To our, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a mid-credit scene and a post-credit scene. Yeah. And the mid-credit scene, first of all, I I hate it. I I hate this new practice. I will never forgive Marvel for this bullshit. And now that every movie, every movie has to have a mid and post-credit scene, which yeah. thank God. I mean, I I'm done with movie theaters anyways. Oh, but, I'm so sorry to hear that. But. If I was in a movie theater waiting around to like, you know, waiting around through a movie that's over two hours, because God forbid we make a movie that's under two hours nowadays. Yeah, can't do it. Not only are movies longer, but you have two fucking post-credit scenes that you have to wait through. You don't have to. You don't have to. In order to see. You just skip ahead. Hey, you paid fifteen dollars for a movie ticket and forty-eight dollars for popcorn. You better watch every. I want to see every second of. Oh, okay. So I, I have AMC or yeah, A list. So it's as many movies as you want for. Oh, okay. Think, so look, yeah, you're right. I forget you're a rich Californian. I'm a working oh. class 
Okay. <laughs> I, I forget. I thought this was a middle-class podcast until I realized that Steve was... $25 a month for a, three movies a week. You can't okay, first of all, deal. we're not doing advertisements for them, so don't... <laughs> no, I'm you just have saying... A, you have a promo like, code you want to drop, Steve? It's still one of the... <laughs> Still one of the best experiences I have. I love going to movies now. Okay, so recently, I've gone to see Eternals. I went to go see a Spider-Man. Okay, these are all Marvel movies. Yeah, I know. But every single time, someone has been talking or fell asleep. I've woken up motherfuckers before. I'm like, wake up, man. We're watching a fucking movie. And this is these are issues I have every time I go to the theater to watch a Marvel film. You wake up a stranger? I've woken up a stranger. I was like, wake up. Or leave because <laughs> I was so bad. They're, they're snoring and disrupting. They are snoring in the okay. theater. In the theater, fucking dude. Like snoring, there's... snoring. Obviously, that's a vocal. That's an audible disturbance. Yes, I understand that. How about being if, on the phone? If you, you about that? if you told being on the phone is terrible. Okay, cool. any audio disturbance is bad. If you woke up somebody that was quietly sleeping no, through a no, Marvel movie, was snoring. because I okay, as long as it wasn't because you're like, you better respect the artists. Oh no, that's true. I'm also a little mad at that. I'm like, you don't, you come to a theater, you pay good money to see a film, and you sleep through it. I have issues. You can't just be doing that shit again. Marvel movies. Hey, that's not art. These that's people, are, there's, there's no artist to disrespect. There's, it, it's not. It's just that's just all corporate horse shit. What if, what if this, yes. you know, what if this but person, me, it's one of the person, films. person bringing, you know, single mother takes her kids to a move to a Marvel movie so they can be entertained. She just wants to catch a quick nap in this fucking three hour movie about oh, robots. That's fine. That's fine. And now, and Steve's just gonna wake her up. It was like you, you know. This is a film yeah. you should watch. And also, okay, so one time, this was for Endgame. I had seen it. I went at like 3 a.m. to see the minute, or like I guess the 3 a.m. release. But I was like, fuck yeah, this is perfect. Not many people, just me, my partner, just watching the movie, enjoying it. Solid. I, I was like, I want to go watch that again because I love that film so much, you know? So I buy a ticket for the following day, Friday night, or yeah, Friday night, yeah. Get a ticket. Go to the theater. There's a guy on his phone the whole time. And I'm like, no. So I start kicking his chair as a He's in front of you. Yes, he's in front of me. And he's on his phone. And he's like shopping on Amazon. Like he's just going through. He's not having a phone call, but you see the bright light. The bright light is right here. I'm right here. That's right here. That's a disturbance. This shit's going on. And I'm like, no, like you can't be doing that. I don't give a shit what what you're doing. Don't you don't have your phone out. I come from Alamo draft house rules. So I follow those rules. I don't talk unless someone talks to me. And even then, I'm like, don't fucking talk to me. I'm watching a film. This is how my way of life has been since I was a child. And I'm okay with so it. Since, since like... I was 12, when I was to go see 300 in, at yeah. Alamo draft house, I was like, oh shit, this is amazing. You know, like those, those moments that I'm like, I need to keep this alive because this is what makes me happy when I see a film. So I want to keep it going. So this yeah. individual did this. And I was like, no, this you can't do it. So I kicked this chair multiple times. I was like, hey, put your shit away. Otherwise, I, I wasn't even get the manager. I was just like, I'm gonna beat your ass. I don't give a shit. Like that's how mad I was about this individual. So he he, yeah. he stops. He stops. He does. But then, 30 minutes before the movie ends, like right when shit goes down in Endgame, when everything matters, he gets up and takes his kid and leaves. And I was like, you piece of shit. You don't care. Like this is the most important part of the film, and you leave. 
Like out of everything else that's just happened. Imagine caring um, at this point. But I mean, yeah, look, tr- Steve, I understand. You're basically <laughs> like the troops. Like right? you went through, <laughs> you went through Alamo Draft House boot camp where you learned all this discipline and respect, and now you're out in the real world and these punks are on their phones, yeah. and you know you're you're you know We're doing the Lord's work. Yeah, he's on his phone. That's basically like kneeling at the national anthem, like you know, disrespecting the disrespecting the most important thing in America, which is a Disney film, uh, a corporate superhero film. With okay, what, fucking, okay you're, you're making these arguments about Disney. What film? What film company isn't fucking owned by some other bigger company? I'm gonna say A24. It's the same shit. They're owned by Paramount or whatever. They're, like, well, they're all... A24 is not a studio. They're a distribution. Uh, okay. Thing. Well, either they just, way, they just distribute, but they have, but they pick films. Again, I look. You surely, folks. This might be our only episode because <laughs> this might, we might not survive this rift. But surely, you can see the difference in. Obviously, in order to propagate and and uh, dis, you know to disseminate film, there obviously has to be a business element. But surely, you can see the difference between. Oh, a, no, company, there, a company that's is, that yes, it's I, cash I grabs and th- there's a difference between art, right? <laughs> A24, they're a distribution company, so they're not making these films, but they are selecting, they are they are purchasing films from filmmakers or from studios, and they are acting as the distributor. They're the ones putting it out in theaters and stuff. Yeah. They are only, as far as I know, every A24 movie I've ever seen, it's not all of them, but it will be one day, because I'm going to watch all of them. Everyone I've seen so far has been in a artistic endeavor it had a it had something it it literally felt like they were making this film because they gave a shit about art and film as opposed to again marvel and disney shit it's just it's 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 again it, it, it they're like uh they're like what does scorsese say they're like theme park rides yeah you always want to ride one they're not <laughs> But so that's the, that's the difference is one's not clearly not art, uh, even though there's a commercial aspect to both of them. One of them is yeah, 100% well, commercial, and the other one is I, enough commercial to obviously make it worth our, you know. Yeah. No, I guess um, I, I I get what you're saying. I understand completely. But like, yeah, just being a fan of that yeah. Marvel, like I've been let down this year. Like a lot. Like there's not been a lot of great content, but I'm still I'm still gonna watch the next fucking movie. You know, like. That's not going to deter me. I'm like, I need, I still need to see what happens to Doctor Strange, you know? It's going to happen, and I got to go see it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. shit like that where I've, I've invested too much time already, so I've got... Same thing with Walking Dead. I'm still in it. I'm still watching that shit. No one's told me to... Everyone's like, why the <laughs> fuck are you doing that to yourself? I'm like, I still... I'm I'm 100% in it. You know, I got to finish yeah. it. Same way. Yeah, Again, I, I got out. You can get out. <laughs> no, I got no, out. No, I was I there. Got, I got the budget for it. I'm okay. Yeah, Iron Man through uh, uh, Iron Man through Spider Man goes to England. <laughs> I was there, uh, and now I'm out. Okay, we're we're I'm just talking about don't look up. I know. We're, we're, we're we'll get back off so, to like bashing fucking Marvel. <laughs> You're bashing Marvel all the time. No, well, whatever. It, it started because you were talking about something else. Uh, yeah. yeah anyway, yeah, the song at the end is crazy. Fucking way too long. Uh, you know the funny the tweets popping up again it's all part of that thing of like uh distracting and and you're not focusing on a scene 
for any long amount of time. He's trying to pull your attention to different places. Do you the funniest, think still, the funniest do you tweet think was, uh, don't look up, you Marxist skank. <laughs> that appeared on the screen while Ariana's singing <laughs> well, her, her song. She's dressed all in like white clouds or whatever the fuck. And don't, you Marxist skank is a funny one. Do you think this movie was intended for a younger audience than us? Than us? Than us. No, dude. You don't think it was fa- fast enough that it was meant for some like a younger group? Of no, I think okay. it's meant. I think it's meant for. I think it's meant exactly for us. Again, okay. our our generation. You know, we're in our thirties, so I'm gonna. I'm we're that we're that twenty five to forty two demographic or whatever uh, yeah. that historically was like who things were geared towards. It is changing now, but. Um, I think millennials understand this type of stuff better than like Generation Z does, because uh, okay, because we've grown up with it, and they, they wouldn't. Yeah, they. Yeah. I, I I I I made this observation a few months ago actually, because I had a, a, a an interaction with a student of mine um, <clears throat> that was like insane, because. I was, we were trying to we we're, were at we we're in class and he was trying to get some uh, class materials from another student and it was yeah. like they couldn't get it done because they were they kept sending each other I was like he's like sending me the files they kept he kept getting his classmate to send him the files on Snapchat and he's like oh it keeps disappearing and he had to do this process like more than once or twice and I was like how do you he was like, how, how do you not understand this he's like what do you mean it's just like it's what we, we all use Snapchat it's just what we've always used they don't these younger kids, kids in high school, these younger kids, they don't understand this stuff as well as like we do. Even I'm a guy that doesn't use Snapchat, but I was there when MySpace was created. I've, I've, I've seen, I understand what Snapchat is because I've seen every iteration before it. These, these kids just come into the world and that's, that's what they think. That's what they think it is. So they don't, they don't understand. They just don't understand to use it or what it does. But it's like okay. that. It's like that Narnia shit. Like, don't quote old magic to me because I was there from what the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, I get that. I get that. But also, like, I think kids. I think kids. I think this is this would be a good start for a kid wanting to watch a film of like that deals with like current events and everything. Like, it, it, like I feel like this fits more in their world because it's so fast paced and it also covers a lot of subjects that they care about. You know, like, yeah. I'm not going to say everything in this film was, like, something I was like, oh, this is amazing. I'm glad they're covering. This was just like, hey, I, it feels a little bit like a cash grab, a little bit, just because of the amount of actors that are in this fucker. Like, there's so many people in this. And, like, most of these people are, like, well, a little younger, you know? Like, yeah, you got a fucking, what's his name? Uh, Timothy Chalamet. Who? Um, Ariana Grande. Uh, Kid Cudi, like. Yeah, all these people that are like a little bit younger. Was like, Kid like, Cudi? I've seen that name. I don't know who that is. Was that her uh, boyfriend, Ariana's yeah, boyfriend, on the camera when they were like, he's like when, they, so sorry. Got, when they got back together? Okay, yeah, 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 awesome. Yeah. No, that guy was very funny. I, I've heard that name, but I don't know who that is. Yeah, I've never. He's, I don't, a, he's a musician. I've never heard any yeah, of his stuff. But okay, now yeah. I know. Who, now I now I'll, I know who he is. Yeah, DJ like, Cello. It's just yeah, so funny. Yeah. Yeah, Such but like, funny like name. those interactions, you see, like the, how that played out, like it was so quick. It was like, oh, they're back together, and it was like breaking news and everything. Like, yeah, but that's not that. I don't think that's well. It might be our generation too. Actually, it is our generation. Again, that rise of yeah. clickbait nonsense yeah, clickbait. came up. 
the fact uh, Himesh Patel breaks up with Jennifer Lawrence, like he's he just writes uh, her. Um, Remember that? <laughs> you, know, you know that crazy chick from the TV? I fucked her. He's like <laughs> that made me laugh so funny. Um, that made me laugh. Oh. Yeah, that made me laugh a lot. Um, also, I've only seen three or four things Timothy Chalamet's been in. Okay. But I've loved every single one, everything, everything yeah. he's been in that I've seen, yeah. I loved, and I thought yeah. he was great in every single one. He was in, he was in a Woody Allen movie that was awesome that didn't get released until like way later. Uh, uh, he's the lead old, in it. What what happens then? Uh, him and him and Selena Gomez spend the day in New York chasing their uh, respective like boyfriend and girlfriend until they eventually. Spoiler alert. Yes. To all my Woody Allen heads out there, until they eventually hook up together at the end. Uh, oh, yeah, cool. Great, really funny movie. I mean, again, it's later Woody Allen. It's not like a classic, but I really liked it. It's on Amazon, I think. Um, he was he was awesome. It was the first time I'd ever seen this kid. I was like, he's awesome. And That's then good. and then I watched Dune, which was I really liked. We're, we're doing a Dune episode soon, folks. And then uh, <clears throat> and then <laughs> he was he was a small part in Don't Look Up, but he was good he was really good at it good. especially that, that one turn the one time the movie slows down when he's like doing the prayer at the very end i thought that was a good delivery and then of course the part of the movie that had me laugh harder than i think any other section is when they're shopping for groceries before their end of the world dinner yeah. and, and and he goes where are those you know leo's like what are those little potatoes we gotta get the little potatoes and she goes fingerling potatoes and Chalamet goes, oh, I fucking love fingerling potatoes. And he does that thing with the fingers and he clicks the fingers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that guy, I just went to high school with so many of those guys, the finger clicks, yeah, any little same. thing. Right, yeah. Being like, <laughs> little thing is, oh, fucking, oh, Cheetos, bro, fuck yeah. yeah. You know, like it's, just like, oh, I fucking love fingerless potatoes <laughs> or with the, the clicking thing. That had me howling. It was so uh, good. Uh, that kid is great. I'm yeah. I'm excited for that kid to be like one of my new favorite actors, probably. Yeah, he's doing pretty uh, good. I like all the season. Uh, and then I have a couple other done. While we're talking about the dinner scene, this is this is something I noticed only on my second watch. I might not have even had this information on the first watch, but you're going to see what level of detail that Nick Tazo has. Why yep, he's such? Why it. he's such an expert film podcaster? Yep. Let's see how uh, this goes. First, pause, first episode. Let's hear it. <laughs> the, so five episodes in, I can destroy this argument immediately. No, dude, Go you on. can't. There to you, I will. He, he. I don't. I don't know what Leo's wife. Well, I don't know like what her occupation was or whatever. Oh yeah. Uh, I know he's a college professor. Yeah. Uh, and then of course later whatever, but they're in their family home with their kids. The wine glasses that they're all drinking wine out of, each one of those wine glasses is like $160. Those are like the most expensive fancy wine did, glasses. Did, did they not steal it? Like, end of the world, grab them. Did, we, nice see a, did we see a scene where they became We saw chaos. We saw we chaos saw, the whole time. I saw Leonardo DiCaprio shopping for salmon and fucking fingerless potato, fingerling potatoes. I don't think they were stealing anything. Maybe they did. I don't know. But well, I'm just saying, like, the, 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 I, there. I'm like, just talking about like, a, I'm talking about like a set design. Okay. Whoever, whoever's des, whoever's designing, whoever works at Netflix, work at part of their studio. Whoever worked on this film is like designing the set. Like, how do we make this? How do we frame this? What are we? They're all going to be drinking wine. Let's get some wine glasses. 
those wine glasses that they used, I think are like in the hundreds of dollars for each one. They're like the most expensive, like wine glasses. Special occasion. Yeah. yeah. People bring out the fire china. Look, mm -hmm. I get I understand it. That seems like a it seems like an extravagance to me. But well, someone that can't afford AMC A list member for membership for the movie theater and saying that's a luxury, it's twenty four dollars. You just don't eat twice a week. And you get all the rewards. You get no, this is just an ad at this point. I know. Yeah, okay. you gotta stop it. Yeah, I'm cutting all this out. This is gonna be edited. All right, our first edit. <laughs> no, I don't know. Like I, I get I get no, that's just a little that's again, that's just a set design detail. Uh, but I, I noticed it on my second watch. I was like, oh, I think that's that expensive like sommelier wine glass. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, so talking about getting back to like the plot, everybody talks about this film as being the environmental thing, the impending environmental disaster. That's yeah. like the whole thing, right? Yeah. Um, did any, I mean, is anybody talking about obviously the parallels to COVID and stuff? Because here's where I thought, uh, here's where I thought the 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 one part of the movie that wasn't one sided. Um, again, that's the big criticism. It's this echo chamber. It's preaching to the preaching to the choir or whatever. Um, you know, this this super lib movie talking about the environment. Um, but I did like the the aspect of. Even our nation's top scientist, yes. Leonardo DiCaprio, another Italian, another Italian top scientist who's in charge of this country for some reason, is compromised. Right? He's he, he's he might have been pure at the beginning, but even he he's yeah he faults this science yeah. that the science yeah. that we're supposed to like Believe. trust. Yeah, yeah, the top scientist, he gets wrapped up in the politics of the situation. He gets wrapped up in, he loves being on the news and having sex with hot news yeah. women. He he loves going to different places. And then eventually, the, as the administration is like bossing around and, and telling different stuff, he's changing his mind. He's like, yeah, I get, you know, it's not that big of a deal that we canceled our plan that was going to work. And now we're going to, you know. Again, I think that's, you know, I don't want to get our first episode kicked off of YouTube for saying the dude's name, but I don't think that that's... <laughs> saying the dude's name. I think, that's, God I, damn. I think that's pretty analogous to our top Italian scientists in this country uh, who I is... I know this was a Joe Rogan who, podcast. This is crazy. This who's compromised, yeah. <laughs> now, Rogan's going to be gone soon. We're going to step in and take his place. Oh, yeah. We're getting, leave that in. We're getting cool. his... His 11 million vi uh, visitors. Stabbers. Yeah, I would call it visitors. The website hits because I'm oh, still yeah. stuck in the 90s. I don't think uh, I want those people watching that content. 11 million people? They're, they're no. fine. <laughs> they're, they're good I'll take them. Well, well, yeah. 11, yeah. 11 million. To buy shirts. I'm willing to sell out. No, again, that's not, that's not crazy to be like, obviously, obviously this dude is like, he's beholden to administrative pressures. That's not... A crazy thing to say. But so again, that to me was like people say this movie's so one-sided. I mean, you know, I understand I understand it's definitely heavy, like it's definitely heavy the you know Adam McKay's position on everything. Yeah. But I didn't think it was completely unfair because our main scientist hero 
stumbles. Obviously, he yeah. redeems himself and he has his yeah. he has yeah. his arc. Triumph. Yeah, yeah, the arc, yeah. Well, I don't know if he's triumphant. He dies in a fucking meteor blast in Michigan. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he dies with his family that he yeah. loves. That's true. That is a that actually is a victory because yeah. uh Steve Jobs character. You're oh, just yeah. finding out right now that that's no, who that was supposed to be. No, no. I, the Steve Jobs I just character. Said Steve Jobs like, what are you fucking talking about? The but Steve yeah, Jobs character you. told him he was going to die alone. Yeah. So that thing was inaccurate. Yeah. The the Meryl Streep death was very funny. That 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 joke but, payoff is like a, yeah. He's like, yeah, apparently, okay. Well, it was funny because he's like, you're going to die from a Bronterock. And they're like, what is that? It's like, I don't know. And then when they when she dies twenty thousand years later on a different planet, they're like, what is that animal called? It's like, I think it's called a Bronterock. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I I like yeah. little dumb payoffs like that. I get you. I get you. That was good. Yeah. Um. The I think we oh, what, yeah, yeah. I, I just wrap it up. I guess Oglethorpe was funny. Like, why Oglethorpe was the 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 black scientist? I don't know that oh, actor's shit. name, but he was very good. Why does he have nobody in his life? Like, why is he spending his last meal with the scientist and a girl that he kind of knew a few, like, you know, he kind of knew a while back? Like, I understand they want all the characters to be together yeah. for the final scene, but yeah. you couldn't give him like a family to go to. Well, people don't have families, man. I guess. I don't know. That felt like, uh, um, why not? Let me look, check through my notes. Astronomer, I'd like to fuck AILF. That was funny. Was like, <laughs> Leo was funny in this movie. Leo's funny. Was like, oh, I don't see what that has to do with anything. <laughs> yeah, he plays. Um, his role, his character's good. Yeah, I the it. only, yeah, the only other thing, my my personal biggest criticism of the film, as far as like plot wise and, and stuff that doesn't ring true to the real world because obviously the whole like the buzzfeed and all that kind of stuff and the the, yeah. the twitter activity and um you know celebrities singing bullshit songs about whatever environmental cause that you know somebody tells them to care about or whatever obviously that all rings really true the one part that doesn't is my biggest problem is with the news program the uh tyler perry the good morning america yeah right the good morning america that's the only news program that's like featured well they do yeah. have a michael chiklis i think does the rush limbaugh republican news but that's only for like two seconds at a time that's always just yeah, thrown in as like a little yeah, as like a little counter thing um but the idea that the news the idea that news media in america is trying to keep things light and is not diving headfirst into doomsday uh negativity shit is ridiculous the i you know adam that adam mckay can look at he's like he's like people go on the news nobody takes it serious the news is always trying to be upbeat is completely is come that's the that's the one part that's like Adam Cates doesn't even live in America to to think that the news doesn't take everything and make it as suit make it as big as like as big as possible. Like they they over they overblow anything they can. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. They compare CNN yesterday compared Joe Rogan's podcast to the Rwandan genocide. Like they. The CNN article came out fucking 48 hours ago. So Saturday or Sunday, whatever it was, uh, you know, it was like Rogan saying the N-word 
on his podcast episode 28 that that could lead to the rwandan genocide <laughs> like uh it's worse than it's the same as january 6th it's like they take anything they can and i'm not saying people should be saying the n-word that's not my <laughs> point my point is, is my, my point is that my point is that the news media takes what they can and they elevate it as much as possible because the fear gets clicks if anybody if anybody went on good morning america being like a uh, things gonna kill us they would absolutely get as much airtime as they wanted everywhere it's all anybody would be talking about you know yeah so that was like that was the most disingenuous part of the movie was this this false part of like you know the news is always trying not to scare us it's like that's not that's not what our news is doing <laughs> not in not that's not in this country not what our news is trying to do uh, that's fair i think it was more of like they don't want to say anything because they want society to run as normal as possible so people just don't start going crazy Ooh, i think that was regis, the goal. And Ke- regis and kelly don't want to want society to run normal like they don't it's not up to them again but i think overall as a whole it was just like hey don't cause panic don't cause people to start rioting well, but Again, right after after their first uh, Good Morning America appearance, they go back to like that newsroom, cool. and they're looking through all the memes and like we had engagement here when when uh, Jennifer Lawrence said the f word and then it dropped back down and, <laughs> and then that news guy, Mister Head News Guy, is like White House is denying it. This story is not real. Like we're not gonna we're we're not gonna run this. You know we're not gonna run with this anymore. Like you've had your chance to inform the public. It's like that's not what a news. That's absolutely not what would happen. What would happen? What would happen is even if it was demonstrably false, they would just run with it for a little bit, for another six weeks (laughs) until until they had the next. Yeah, until they had the next thing to move on to. But they would they would farm that as much as they could for clicks and advertising because they're beholden to again money and they're not they're not trying to tell the truth. Not like this podcast. We're we're yeah, ar- we're arbiters of the truth. Oh, yeah. You're only going to hear the truth on this podcast. <laughs> all right. Oh yeah. But, yeah. Come to us if you if you want the truth. Don't go to. Don't come to us for the movies, but come for the news. You know. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> They're going to be. Sp- <laughs> oh man, that's going to be so fucking stupid. Um. So anyway, that was just my one. That was like that's not my one, but that's my biggest oh, criticism. What do you rate this film out of a ten? Is that what we're gonna do? We're gonna do. Like, I don't know. We, I think we should. Okay. I was gonna say maybe like a like a yes or no, just like a, a do you recommend it or not? No, because that's that's too broad. Because I think you don't think so. I I, yeah. I kind of like that more. I I do too. But the thing is, access, accessibility for getting this watching these films, you know, like this one. Uh, luckily, it's on Netflix. But if you're watching something else, where you're like, oh, like where did you see Ghostbusters? I watched it at home. I rented it. Oh, I see. But you had to rent it. Like it wasn't just easily accept. Like. No, you know, but like, it's but it's fine. Well, that's that's the thing. That's why I I I like the I like the kind of binary binary system more. Uh, but we could talk about. It. I, I actually I wrote down all the ratings that are on all the popular ratings systems. Uh, yeah. But so I'll talk about that in a second. But I don't know. I, I the the human aspect of it. If if you were talking to somebody, mm-hmm. if I would. Oh yeah. If, I if you, you had if you hadn't seen this movie and you were like. So watch movie, it. Should I watch yeah. it? I wouldn't be like no, I don't uh, watch it. Watch 7.1. See, like, I start giving ratings like that. I'm like, oh, like, it's like a six. I, I wa- okay. like it's a what movie to watch, you know, but like I don't know if you well tell you what, we don't have to be the same thing. You give oh, me your fine. you tell me your number. What's the what, oh, what do six, you rate? For sure. Six out of ten. Six out of ten. Okay. Yeah. Like it was a 
Well, don't put it like I was. Yeah. It, it, I'm. I'm not gonna go. Like I would. But I didn't have this. This podcast we're doing. I wouldn't have watched it again. Oh yeah, I wouldn't watch it a second time either if it wasn't for this, <laughs> for sure. Or maybe maybe down the line. But I, I would have if I had watched it again. I would have fast forwarded to like the Jonah Hill parts that I thought were the funniest. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna recommend this as like yeah. If I'm talking to, you, I think I think you should watch it. I think it's pretty funny. I think it's I think it's like well done. I like the pacing and atmosphere of it. Uh, so I'm gonna say yes. We can talk. I mean, we should have done this before we gave our ratings. But Rotten Tomatoes, 56 critic that's score, right. which is pretty low. Yeah, that's pretty low. Again, that's what I mean. Even the critics who are probably in the Adam McKay like camp, uh, critics have it pretty low. Audience has it 78, so it's 56 oh. 78 split. Um, IMDb is 7.2. I just saw that, yeah. Yeah, meta, the meta score, which I don't know what that is, but that's on there as well. That's 49. Okay, and then yeah. Letterbox, which you and I, do you have a Letterbox account? I do have a Letterbox account. We yeah. should start, we should start letterboxing shit. I we should. That'd probably be very beneficial for this. All right. Yeah, let's <laughs> that, I think that's just showing like yeah, I think, but we just can't again let that influence our decision, you know. No, but if people want to like go through yeah. our, our letterbox, I don't know if we ever get any fans, this might just be you and me. Yeah, that's fine. I don't uh, care Which is, which, yeah, it's just fine. I like talking to you yeah, um, sure. for the time being. Anyway, Letterbox <laughs> is 3.2. The time being. Let me, let me check out. the changes. This is, is going to be over. Yeah. Uh, what is my Letterbox shit? Okay, yeah, I don't, uh, I just look at one. I don't have, I'll, I'll have to create an account. Yeah, go for it. I think uh, I have, I didn't even mine. Well, we could, we could create a show account. We could create a, uh, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, okay. maybe we'll create a Let's Get I Crashed. Think- but I think at that point, then that's still separate ratings. That's okay. We, have our own we, we, we would just write it. Oh, okay, fair. We could write cool. it. Um, cool. Yeah, so that's, a, again, folks, this might be episode one. This might be later on down the line. But this is Let, Let's Get Trashed with uh, Nick, Steve. Steve, what do you got to plug? You want to tell anybody about your art artwork and where they can find you? Do you uh, not want them to find you? I don't find you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just make art. It's at step on hen. I uh, step on hen. This is my Instagram. Just follow that if you want. Step on hen. Instagram at step on hen. Yeah, just. Uh, yeah, it on. is. It is Stephen with a ph. So step on okay. hen. You can find me also on Instagram uh, at Nick Tazo Drums. Uh, that is my primary occupation. I'm a drummer and a music teacher. Uh, at least until this podcasting thing takes off in a couple of weeks. <laughs> be a film critic. <laughs> when I become a when I become a podcast millionaire. Here, here, you know, end of April probably. Uh, <laughs> You're for it. That's what's just. But, I'm a, when I, but until until such time as I'm a podcast millionaire, I'm a I'm a drummer and percussionist in Austin, Texas, uh, and I'm available for hire. So, uh, yeah, follow me at, follow at Nick Tazo Drums at Step On Hen. Thanks everybody. Uh, let's get trashed, and we'll see you next time. Peace.